Welcome back to the Constructive Liberty Podcast. Today is Wednesday, August the 31st, 2022. Today I'm talking a little bit about happiness. I know in episode 100 we went over happiness a bit more in depth, but I'm coming at it from a little bit of different perspective today. And I think you'll enjoy this one. This one, this show actually uh, stems from a conversation that came up in Fireside Freedom last evening. Fireside Freedom is a group of podcasters who gets together every Tuesday night to chat about different things to create more freedom in life. So it goes right along with kind of the main uh, topic of the Constructive Liberty podcast, intentionally designing a lifestyle of freedom. Who doesn't want more freedom in their life? And that's what we're all about here is designing a lifestyle of freedom. So I wanted to go deeper into the happiness thing. And uh, the conversation last night was geared around kind of uh, stoicism, the eight tenets of stoicism and how that can help you to create a better life, how stoicism can has a lot of good things to offer to life. It's a part of the truth, but not the whole truth. So in light of the Stoicism thing, if you've ever dug into that philosophy, Marcus Aurelius, Roman emperor, years and years and hundreds and you know thousands of years ago, even when was that? 2,000 years ago? I'm not even sure what exactly his era was, but he was a big time Stoic philosopher. And here's something that he said. The happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Therefore, guard accordingly and take care that you entertain no notions unsuitable to virtue and reasonable nature. The first part of that is what I want to focus on. The happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. What he's saying is, happiness does not come from outside circumstances. It doesn't come from other people, places, things, ideas, possessions, all of that. You decide to be happy. That's where happiness comes from. That's what Marcus Aurelius is saying in this little quote. And we're going to dig deeper into that. I want to bring you a product of the day today. I know a lot of you have online businesses or are thinking of creating an online business, whether that's a blog or a store or, you know, whatever that thing is, you need a website for that. You you need a website, you build funnels, you do all of those things. And that takes software. So often we duct tape together different forms of software. And, you know, I was stuck in that. I tried Keep. I tried ClickFunnels. I tried, I don't even know, Bluehost and, and all these other different things. And I still had to have the email software. I had to have the this and I had to have the that. None of those things offered me everything I needed to create the my business my online world like i needed something that could do everything and not cost me a crap ton of money that's when groove digital came along they actually offer everything you need to create your online business they are still a pretty new platform being around for a couple of years maybe like they're not one of the ogs out there they're pretty new, but their software works great. Like, I love it. There's there's some glitches, and they're constantly under development. But as far as their web-building stuff, I use them to build all my websites on. So go look at empoweringforwardmomentum.com, kenavesh.com, uh, constructiveliberty.com. All of those things are built with Groove Digital. I also do my email marketing through them. You know, whenever I actually sit down and type out an email, which is not that often. 
But everything that I do online is through Groove, and I really like it. Like You should go check it out if you're looking at building a website or any of those things. Um, they've got affiliate programs, so you can um, create an online store. You can sell digital products. You can create memberships. All of those things can be done through Groove Digital. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes. It is an affiliate link, but I think you should go check it out. They do have a an, a free offer, so you can get into their ecosystem and check it out for free without paying anything. I think you can get a website, and you know it's limited, of course. They always do that to suck you in, and then you got to pay for more. But I think you're going to like it. If you're looking for something like this, go check out Groove Digital. Link is in the show notes. Enough of that. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of things that happened to me recently. Uh, one of them, I was forced to upgrade my phone a little bit early. You know, I go about every three or four years and now upgrade my phone. And I almost always buy a used one. Like the phones that I buy are a couple of years old and they're typically used. Like I very seldom buy a new phone. And, uh, Recently, I my wife was bush hogging with the tractor, and I decided to hop along with her and just ride along. I was kind of standing on the side step, and she was about to drive over, of all things, a toad. And so I just indicated to her that she should turn a little bit to not squish this toad. Well, she did not understand what I was saying, and she hit the brakes. I went flying forward. I mean, it just it kind of swung me around. And my phone being in my back pocket hit the steel brace of the tractor and smashed it. It is not usable right now. Like, <laughs> And if you know me, my life is pretty much on my phone. My phone is a part of my body nearly as much as my hand is. And probably not good, but it is what it is. So I had to buy a new phone. And while I didn't go with the latest, greatest, biggest, nicest, newest one, it is one of the newest phones that I've ever bought. And man, they cost almost as much as a car did a couple of years ago. And that hurts. But all of that aside, uh, one of the other things that happened to me recently, actually the highlight of my week, I did a post on Facebook. I said, uh, I said, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a missionary. What did you want to be when you grew up? And actually, I had a former MLB player, Shea Hillenbrand, commented on my post. He said, I wanted to be an MLB player and own a zoo. Well, from what I understand, he's got both of those or has had both of those. So that was pretty cool that some famous guy, Shea Hillenbrand, commented on my post. I guess we're connected on Facebook. I hadn't even known. So it's really cool that that happened. We had that little interaction going on. So I replied back to him. I said, hey, that's awesome. I see you're doing work with kids these days. What is more rewarding for you? You know, having achieved playing in the MLB, Major League Baseball, for those who don't know, or the work you do with kids? I haven't heard back from him yet, but I'm looking forward to seeing what his reply is. I'll go into the state of the businesses right now. Um, my construction biz, coaching biz, and the farm, and then my wife's cleaning business. I let her manage that one. I don't touch that one. The farm is uh, kind of just running. Both of us are operating on it. We did add goats recently, which I 
I think I stated that before. And we've got those pigs, which I'll either sell them, you know, for other people to grow out or we'll grow them out for people. So if you're interested in bacon, sausage, any of those things and having us grow them for you, reach out to me, Ken at ConstructiveLiberty.com and we'll strike up a deal to raise hogs, to raise uh, bacon for you because we've got plenty of bacon seeds around here. But what I wanted to go into today is the state of the construction business. Last week, I mentioned that I had kind of let things slip a little bit. I was falling out of love with my construction business because there's other things that I wanted to do more than I wanted the construction. And um, so I'm trying to throw or trying to weigh out in my mind exactly how I can make room, make more time in my life for the things I want to do without, you know, completely abandoning the construction side of things. Because I still do enjoy that. I do want to do those things. And yeah, I'm I'm trying to weigh some of that out. So, I mean, it it might look like cutting back on some of the services I offer or only, you know, not scheduling out three months in advance, you know, maybe taking on one or two weeks of work at a time or only taking on projects from existing or past customers, like not taking on any new clients. I'm not sure exactly where I'm going with that, but those are some of the things that I'm rolling around with that I'm uh, struggling with right now as I try to continue to build the coaching business, which is really what I want to focus on is impacting people through that, helping them to create better lives, to, to learn how to set impactful goals that not only better their life, but can also impact other people's lives because too many people I see are just kind of purposeless. They're like a ship with no wind in the sails, just drifting. And that's no fun way to go through life. And I want to, what I try to do is speak into people's lives to help them to recognize purpose, to see that they do have a purpose. And it's not that hard to find. It really is not that hard to find your purpose. We, we put, too much, uh, we make it a lot harder than it is. I'll put it that way. And I've talked about that in the past. You can go listen to, go, go to my backlog of episodes. I've got some stuff there on purpose, several episodes on that. Just look for it. Search for purpose on the Constructive Liberty podcast. You'll find something. I also want to invite you to join the Telegram chat. Uh, go to t.me forward slash Constructive Liberty. That is the channel, which is where I put out every episode that comes up. I ask questions. I do things there. From there, you can go to the chat and join the chat. So you can, you know, comment. You can leave some feedback or ask questions, all of those things. I, I love getting the interaction there. I often talk about five keys to an impactful life, mindset, relationships, health, wealth, and purpose. And I I like to bring something into each episode from one of those keys. Today's is on relationships, on interpersonal relationships. One thing that you can look out for to strengthen your relationships um, is to watch how other people carry themselves. You can... um, If you go listen to episodes 69, 74, and 81, I talk a lot about the different personalities and how you can use 
utilize the things within personality to create stronger relationships. I, I use the DISC model of human behavior. You've got the direct, the interactive, the supporting, and the critical personality types. Um, so when you're observing other people, the direct person, he'll display confidence, like he or she owns the place and they know what's going on. They're very confident people. The interactive person is engaging with anyone or everyone in their vicinity. The supporting person is often, they'll be helping people, you know, maybe holding open a door or picking up a piece of trash or just looking for ways that they can help someone else out. The critical person is is always scanning, you know, the people, place, things or whatever the the environment around them to find what's missing or what's out of place. They're looking for the details that other people are missing. So as you go to build your relationships, you begin to understand the personalities in the DISC model and how you can use those to create stronger relationships. These little things will help you to identify kind of where people fit into the model. You know, I don't want to box anybody in or label people because none of us like to be labeled or boxed in, but this is just a model that can help you to create stronger relationships because we all do fit into the model, whether you like it or not. You know, you can't break the model. The model's not broken. It is what it is. So... Um, moving on to the main topic of the show, talking about, uh, or, or the show last night on Fireside Freedom was episode 33 called The Steady and the Stoic Stutter. So it came from the philosophy of stoicism and how it can be hugely beneficial to your life. So the question that came up that sparked the really good discussion that brought uh, this topic on, here's the question. How do you handle the general societal push that we should be happy all the time and then overcome the entitlement mentality of, I deserve this? One thing that came out in that discussion was the generational divides and how it seems like millennials especially, but also Gen Z, which is the younger generation, they're extremely susceptible to the whole, I deserve to be happy mentality. And a quote that I came up with a while back really applies here. And what I said was, you deserve everything you want in life, but only to the degree that you're willing to put in the work to achieve or create it. Let that sink in a second. You deserve everything you want in life to the exact degree that you're willing to put in the work to achieve or create it. Okay? No one owes you anything. Not your dad, not your mom, your brother, or your sister, or even the dude that punched you back in the fifth grade. You don't deserve anything from them. They don't owe you anything. You don't deserve a new phone, the latest Xbox, the nicest clothes, or even your next meal. You don't deserve it. Simply existing is not a reason to be handed the things that you want in life. Not even the things it takes to keep you alive. Okay, I know that sounds harsh, but you don't deserve, I don't deserve anything that somebody else has to provide. I don't deserve food. I don't deserve the new phone that's coming today. I keep refreshing to see, you know, where it's at in the shipment. It's supposed to be here today. It says it's out for delivery. I've refreshed that thing probably a hundred times in the last two days to see when it was getting here because I'm excited about it. I love new things. 
but we're going to get into that. I don't deserve that. Except, you know, I deserve it to the exact degree that I'm willing to put in the work to achieve or create it, to have the thing, not to take it from someone else, but to provide value in order to, you know, create the value that I can exchange for that thing. The Constitution said it best, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life, you were given at birth, okay? You received life when you were born. Our liberty is slowly being eroded away, but you still have the liberty to go be, do, and have everything you want in life, okay? You can still be and do and have everything you want. Zig Ziglar said, you can have anything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want first. What he's saying is the work comes first, but I'm getting ahead of myself here. Going back to the liberty and the being, doing, and having anything you want in life, you still have the liberty to create the kind of life that you want to live, whatever that is. If you believe that you don't have that liberty or you believe that you can't do it, then you won't. It's as simple as that. You won't get the things you want in life. The pursuit of happiness is usually what most people get hung up on, though. You know, they get the life, you know, they're living or they wouldn't get life. They can get the liberty if they want to. You know, they still have the liberty to do, you know, they're not, they're not slaves, I'll put it that way. The pursuit of happiness is what gets them hung up. They believe, we believe that we deserve happiness. We deserve happiness. You know, I talked about that earlier. Nobody owes you anything. You don't deserve anything. But people today, we have been conditioned to believe that we deserve happiness. See, that gives us the expectation that we can find happiness in outside forces, in other people, in other places, in other things, in other ideas. So rather than pursuing actual happiness, we chase after the, the facade of happiness. We chase after fickle things like the nice car or the giant house or the, the shiniest wheels on our vehicles or the latest gadgets or the most expensive jewelry. We chase after those things, thinking that is where our happiness comes from. But true happiness doesn't come from the things. Okay? It doesn't come from the big, the giant TV. It doesn't come from the latest, the, the best cooked meal. It doesn't come from having the latest phone. It comes from the pursuit of happiness. Okay, it's a it's a mental shift. It's the result of doing the work and then enjoying the result. That is what happiness is. It's doing things you love and are good at to impact the lives of other people. You know, looking outside of yourself, thinking of others. Happiness is taking time to take a walk down the street. It's petting the neighbor's dog or smelling the flowers or listening to the birds and the crickets sing. It's watching a spider spin a web. It's seeing the cows contentedly munch the grass. It's the little things in life. Let's go back to the generational thing that I mentioned earlier. 
one of the things that I brought up with in the show last night in Fireside Freedom is the hypothesis. I hypothesize that the reason that the younger generation seeks the emotion of happiness without doing the work to get it stems from all the forms of media that we are bombarded with today. Especially, you know, really started with millennials, but Gen Z has grown up with a cell phone in their hand. Okay? From the music to the movies, the shows, the advertisements that are put out, they, those things, we have been so bombarded with that. Human beings are emotional beings, and our life is experienced through the emotions that we have. A person who has cut off emotion, you know, we've seen those people that are emotionally distant. A person who has cut off emotion, they typically have a dull life experience. Ask me how I know. Or, or they don't remember much about life. That is how you know you have a dull life experience. Like, why, why would I remember it if it's dull? If, if it's dull, if it would be exciting, I'd remember it. But someone who has attempted to cut off their emotions does not fully experience life. All good music and movies are built, they're created specifically to bring up emotions inside of you. Okay? You know, you fall in love in a movie. You hate the, the evil guy in the movie. You, you, um, all of the, the emotions that the main characters in movies feel and see and do and have and be, we feel those things right alongside of them. A good movie draws those emotions out of you. Having grown up with those experiences, millennials and Gen Z, having grown up with that, with those emotions on their phone, you know, they can have the emotions right there. Because all they have to do is watch a movie or a YouTube video and they feel the emotion without doing the work. It is easy for me to see how people, how we can begin to believe that those feelings and those emotions should be constant and on demand without having to go through the work that it takes to actually receive that through an experience, without having to go through an experience to receive the emotion. All I have to do is turn on my device, find a good movie, find some good music, and the emotion comes. That is a powerful experience. And and it shows today. It shows in people. We want those feelings without going through the experience. Let's take love, for instance. We can actually feel love for a fictional character in a movie or a show based on how they're portrayed, based on the supporting cast, the music, the lighting, everything that goes on in the movie. We sit there and watch the show. We don't do the work to get to know the person and to grow to love them based on who they are, but we love them based on the feelings that the directors of the movie want you to have. So is it any wonder then that You know, outside of music and movies, you know, the real world, you know, outside of the fake world, that we tend to fall in love. And I say that in air quotes, we tend to fall in love so easily. We get heartbroken so easy. It's so easy to love them and leave them because we expect that emotion to be constant because that is what we're bombarded with. We don't learn that feelings are a choice. 
Love is a choice. Love is work. Love is hard. You won't always have that feeling. You have to make the choice. Well, yeah, okay. It starts out as a feeling. That's the attraction phase, okay? But it has to grow from there. The feeling and the newness of, of that relationship that leaves. And that's only one emotion. We haven't talked about all the other emotions. The happiness thing is on a whole other level, okay? We've been so lied to through the music, through the movies, and the marketing. We've been lied to. We've been told that we deserve happiness. We deserve it. Like, it is your right to be happy. No, and and when we think that we deserve something, we think that we're owed something. We think that other people owe us whatever we want, whatever's going to make us happy. We think that others have to give us happiness. And when you don't give me happiness or when I don't have happiness, it is somebody else's fault because I deserve to be happy. When a thing or a person or a place no longer makes us feel happy, we just move on to the next thing. Whatever is going to make us happy in the moment. That's what we move on to. That's what we attach ourselves to next. We don't choose happiness. We sit back and wait on happiness to come to us. That is not good. We seek happiness without putting out the effort to become happy. We seek health without exercising and eating healthy. We seek wealth without providing value. We seek comfort without getting up off the nail that we're sitting on. We seek love without being a loving person. We seek connection without vulnerability. We seek knowledge without learning. We seek and we seek and we seek, but we're not willing to do the work first. We think, if only I had whatever feeling or emotion you can insert here, then I would do the work for it. If they pay me more, I work harder. If he or she was hotter or funnier or less serious or more critical or or more serious or less critical, I mean, or better with money or whatever the thing is, then I would show them more love. Be loving first. If they do this, then I'll do that. Do the thing first. Become the type of people who will do the work first and allow the results to follow. Remember that line from the movie Field of Dreams, if you build it, he will come? The work comes before the enjoyment of the result of that work. Okay? The work comes before the enjoyment of the result of the work. I want to ask you a question. What would happen if we quit using media, movies, music, all of those things as a crutch for our children. How would things change if, instead of putting a screen in front of them, we would give them what they actually need, quality time. We would help them to explore their interests and their gifts. What if music, movies, and advertisements weren't the biggest influence in the minds of our youth? How would that change the world? We've given them life. Let's teach them how to live. We try to keep them healthy. Let's show them where health comes from. Hint, it's in the food we eat. We've shown them the emotions of happiness and all the other emotions through the music and movies. Why not teach and show them where true happiness comes from? 
I go into that a little bit deeper in episode 100. I'm not going to go into that anymore today. I'm already at nearly 28 minutes. So I'm going to end it there. If you like the show, want to support the work I do, please share this with a friend. And you can also listen on a podcast 2.0 app like Fountain, which you can stream sats to me, which are satoshis, which are small, tiny portions of Bitcoin. So you can pay me Bitcoin to listen to the show. You can also, if you want, you can check out my Amazon wish list, my book wish list on Amazon. Buy me a book if you like, or send me a book that uh, you think I should read that I would benefit from and that I can talk about on the podcast because I do a lot of reading, not as much as I would like. And I try to share the wisdom that I glean from those books with you here on the podcast. And don't forget, the best way to support the show is to uh, purchase the products that I recommend. I do get a little kickback if you end up buying. You know, you do get a, with the product that I recommended today, Groove Digital, you do get a free lifetime account, but it's very limited. So if you end up purchasing, I do get a little kickback from that. So go check it out if you're interested in building a website online. Um, very comprehensive software, that is. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you got value from it. Please leave a rating and a review if you find the time. I'd love to hear from you as well. So go join the Telegram group. Send me an email to ken at constructiveliberty.com. And remember, you can do whatever you want in life, but whatever you do, do good work. <laughs>